You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. I'd like for you, if you would, for a few moments, take your Bibles, please, to Genesis 28. And let's all stand for just a moment. Uh, We'll read a verse or two, and we will have prayer, and I'll get right into the message. Uh, Thank you to our pastor's pals, uh, workers, and thank you to our parents and our children for coming to uh, church tonight. Genesis 28 in your Bibles. Are you still in shock like I am? When Brother Dan told me this week, I thought he was messing with me because he likes to do that. How many of you have ever had Brother Dan mess with you? All right. Yeah, most of you. If you don't, just hang on. He will. And uh, I said, come on, knock it off. I said, I think I even said, quit lying to me. And uh, he finally, he said, no, it's, 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 it's true. And um, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be shocked. But yet, so many times, I think it's our lack of faith or it's our lack of just trusting God. But uh, what a blessing. What a miracle. And I hope we'll, hope we'll talk about this for the rest of our lives. Not just this. I think God's going to do more. But I hope we'll always go back to this place and say, remember what God did then? Remember what God did in January of 2023? And uh, our God is able. Genesis 28 in your Bibles. Notice with me, if you would says in verse 16, And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid. And he said, How dreadful is this place? This is, and that word dreadful, by the way, it means awesome, incredible, not scary. But it's an overwhelming sense of awe that Jacob had. How dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me uh, and will keep me in in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God, and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Lord, I pray you'd speak to our hearts in these few moments, and I pray that you would work in our midst and continue, Lord, to build our faith. I pray that you would help us to be a people that would be humbled and amazed at how good you are and how you have blessed us so many times. Uh, Lord, you've been faithful. Uh, You have uh, done exceeding abundantly above everything we could have ever asked or thought. And we give you the honor and the glory and the praise for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. I'd like to draw your attention. I'm sorry, let me get this mic on. I'd like to draw your attention to verse number 16. Jacob is traveling, and while he is traveling, the Bible says that he stops to sleep. That's a good thing to do, right? Especially if you're tired of driving. Don't keep driving. Don't fall asleep while you're driving. Stop and sleep. Jacob wasn't driving, but he was walking, and 
He got to a place, it says in verse 11, and he alighted upon a certain place and he tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and laid down in that place to sleep. He must have been tired. How many of you have a hard time sleeping with a pillow if it's not your pillow, right? Okay, that's hard enough. Well, Jacob didn't have his own pillow. He had a rock. And he had rocks that he used for pillows to sleep. And he slept just fine. As a matter of fact, he was dreaming. In verse 12, he dreamed and behold a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father and the God of Isaac and the land wherein thou liest to thee will I give it and to thy seed. Verse 15, and behold, God said, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest and will bring thee again into this land for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. Jacob came to a place, he named that place Bethel and he said this, surely the Lord is in this place. I wonder tonight if you could go back in your memory. I wonder some places where you've been where you could say, I know the Lord was in that place. Maybe for some of you, you go back to uh, the first church that you attended as a child or a teenager. Maybe you go back to a youth group. Maybe you go back to a a revival meeting. Maybe you go back to a, a conference where you know that God showed up and you know that God met and you know that God was in that place. I look around this room and I think about In that video, we showed that old, old picture from First Baptist on the avenue long before it was Victory Baptist. But some of you have memories from that place and what God did in that place on the avenue. Some of you in this auditorium, you have memories of what God did at Lakeview Park in those years and how God blessed and that old fellowship hall, that, that fellowship hall, that's the old auditorium. Many of you in this room, when we showed that picture, picture from Pearson Hill Road, you remember those days of Victory Baptist Church getting started. Maybe you remember those days on the avenue, Victory Baptist Church and all that God did. And then you remember that merger that took place and and what God has done here at this place. I often think about what God did when I was a boy in Rockford, Illinois at the Berean Baptist Church. My pastor pastored the same church for 58 years. And uh, even as, as a boy, there were times I'd sit in those services and I knew God was in that place. I remember some days when I was a, a, a young person in college and I'd go home and my dad was the pastor at that little church in Geneseo, Illinois. And there were times where I knew God was in that place. My wife has talked many times about her days in Washington, Iowa at the Marion Avenue Baptist Church. And, and that's, that's really the only church she knew until, we got, until she went to college and we got married. But can I tell you, I've been in some places where I knew God was in that place. I think about my days at North Valley Baptist Church. Many of you uh, have told me you watch some of those services and you you hear that choir and you hear that preaching. And and I thank God for those memories. I thank God for all the places that I can go back in my mind's eye and say, I know that God was in that place. But I want you to notice in this verse, verse um, verse number 16, Jacob says, surely the Lord is in this place. I'm glad that God's presence is not only in the past. And I'm glad that God's blessing is not just in yesteryear. 
I'm glad that we serve a God who not just was, but we serve a God who is. We serve a God who is the I am God. And Jacob said, surely the Lord is in this place. This was a certain place, verse 11. It was a place where Jacob spent the night. He he took the stones. He slept. And while he was sleeping, while he was in a dream, he saw the ladder ascending to heaven and the angels of God going up and down on that ladder. And when Jacob woke up, he said, I can't believe it. Surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. I want to tell you that God is working even when you don't see it. Aren't you glad that God's even working when you're not working? God's working even when you are sleeping. God is at work. God appeared to Jacob in that dream and he said, I am the Lord God of Abraham. He said in verse 15, I am with thee and I will keep thee and I will not leave thee. And it was then that Jacob woke up and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. Number one, very quickly, I want you to see the truth. The truth is this, that this statement was 100% accurate. And Jacob said, surely, truthfully, without a doubt, God is in this place. Now I'm going somewhere with this. So hang on. This is not a history lesson. This is a Bible message. And I want to say tonight, surely, absolutely, without a doubt, God is at work in this place. God is at work at Victory Baptist Church. God is at work in the members of this church. God is at work in the ministries of this church. And I don't say that guessing. And I don't say that in speculation. And I don't say that as wishful thinking. I know. I've seen it. I have witnessed it. I have had the privilege and you have had the privilege to be a part of the work of God. And I will say, number one, the truth is surely God is in this place. Number two, I see the treasure. You say, what's the treasure? The treasure is that God would show up anywhere where we are. The miracle is that God would show up anywhere where I am. The treasure is that God cares enough and God is interested enough in us that he would show up and that he would be in this place. And I want to say, Victory Baptist Church, we have a treasure. We have a church where God is at work. We have a church where we've got people that love God and people that want to serve God. And people that want to do something for God and people that want to raise their families for God and people that want to to invest in the bus ministry and invest in a Christian school and invest in worldwide missions and and people that are, are, are serious about getting the gospel out and people that are serious about impacting this community with the gospel. I want to say we have a treasure. And surely the Lord is in this place. Jacob says in verse 17 how dreadful or how awesome is this place. This is none other but the house of God. Jacob didn't get to go to church like you and I get to go to church. He didn't have that opportunity. As a matter of fact, he's the one that said, hey, God is in this place. I'm going to call this place the house of God. Why do you think he'd call it the house of God? Because that's where God's going to be found. 
He's going to be found at work in his house. And the local church in 2023 is God's plan. I understand God can work anywhere he wants to. But I'll tell you, if I asked you to go, if I went around the room and I said, where have you seen God work the most? I promise you, everyone in this room, if you were honest, you'd say it was in a church. It was through a church. It was in a ministry of a church. It was through the authority of a church because the church is God's plan for his work. Let me give you just a few applications very quickly. Jacob was sleeping. He was dreaming when he saw those angels going up and down. But I want to tell you, friend, you don't have to sleep through what God's doing. You don't have to snore through what God is doing because God is working. Don't miss it. Don't miss what God is doing. Don't miss the miracles that God is performing. I want to say another application. I think we ought to remember God's promises. He promised Jacob. He said, as I was with Abraham, so will I be with thee and I will not leave thee. Next application, number three, realize where you are. You know where you are? You're in a place where God is working. I'm in a place where God is working. I want to be in this place as often as I can. I want to do everything I can to stay in this place as long as I can. I want to do everything I can to tell my children and tell the next generation of what God has done for us. He can do the same for them. You see, this was not something that Jacob manufactured. This was all God. And friend, what we have seen in this church in now 33 and a half years, uh, almost 34 years at Victory Baptist Church, I want to tell you it's nothing that man has manufactured. It's all God. It's his work. He said that he would build his church, and he has. God is working. I want to say God is working in our church. You say, how is God working in our church? He's working in your Sunday school class. God is working in your junior church. God is working in the bus ministry. God is working in the services. God is working in our youth department. Brother Nathan, I talked to so many young people, and you know what they'll say after the fact? They'll say, boy, God sure did a great work in that youth group. I'm so glad I got to be a part of a youth group. I'm so glad I got to be a part of a teen department. I'm so glad. Don't let it pass you by and you miss it. God is working in our radio ministry. I meet people every week who I do not know who they are and they don't tell me who they are but they say we listen to the radio thank you for that radio ministry thank you for the services that are on the radio can I tell you God is working God is working in our invitations the Holy Spirit of God is speaking God is working in this community God is speaking to us through his word through the preaching and teaching of his word God is answering prayer God is alive and well. Surely the Lord is in this place. That's the treasure. But I see lastly, and I'll be honest with you, I usually kind of skip over this part because this is maybe not positive. But I see number three, I see the tragedy. Jacob said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. You know what Jacob is saying? He said, I'm ashamed to admit it. But God's been here all along. And I didn't even know it. I've met people like that. 
I've met people that were a part of a church where God was working, but they didn't know it. And can I tell you, that is a tragedy. It's a tragedy to be in a place where God is working and we miss it. You say, well, I thought you said that God doesn't need us. You're right. But remember the rest of that statement? We need him. And we need God to work in us. And we need God to work in our homes and in our marriages. And we need God to work in our children. We need God to work in our own lives. And the tragedy is that God is at work and God is doing something. And surely the Lord is in this place. And Jacob says, I knew it not. Here's the good thing. Once he realized it, he got busy. He started doing something about it. He started making up for lost time. Notice what it says in verse number uh, 20. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. Now, friend, let me just tell you, that's not the way to make a promise to God. But you got to give Jacob some credit. He was trying. He was trying to get on board. He was trying to get with God's program. He just had it backwards. He said, God, if you will bless me and if you will take care of me, then you will be my God. I got news for you. You ought to make a commitment to God today. Say, God, you're my God if you do nothing for me. God, you're my God. If all you ever did was save me, that's enough for me. You are still God. But Jacob makes a commitment to God. In verse 22, he sets up a pillar and he said, this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house and of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. We see the, the principle of tithing even found here in Genesis 28. So here's another application. Recognize while you can how incredible it is to be in a place where God is working. See the importance of the house of God. Make some vows. Make some commitments to God. And don't let it be said of you after the fact that you were in a place where God was working and you didn't even know it. I'm glad I'm in a place where God is working. And I want to be a part of it. And I want to recognize it. And I want God to do more of it. And I want to give God all the glory for what he is doing. Friend, tonight on this Vision Sunday, uh, I planned to, several weeks ago, I planned to preach this message on Sunday morning. And this last week, with all the events that transpired, I felt like God would have me to present it tonight with our Vision Sunday. And just remind you that surely the Lord is in this place. And to God be the glory. For what he has done in this place. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve him this week.